Hello, Tomies. I'm Rhett, the Dungeon Master for Stack of Dice, and I hope you're enjoying the Tomes of the Chaos Bard podcast as much as I am. If you're all caught up on episodes and looking for more family-friendly adventure, check out the Stack of Dice podcast. Our 5th edition D&D game is set in Vardalon, a world where long-lost magic is slowly returning. When evil threatens, unlikely heroes set out to save the world and find friendship, danger, and a whole lot of laughter along the way. We share an epic story and world-building tips to help you start your own game, so join our table today. You can find Stack of Dice on all major podcast platforms, and our social media links are in the show notes. And now, on with the show. You are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Welcome back, listeners, to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left we have... Henley. Boudreaux. Lila Garatha. Roscoe. (laughs) And Fenrir. (laughs) And today's recap is going to be by... Boudreaux. Boudreaux, what happened last time? So what happened last time is um, Boudreaux and Fenrir, no, Roscoe, talked to the old lady and she was like, bro, I've got myself together and I fire you to Bronstrom, thank you, and um, was like, bro, I need my pendant back. We got the pendant back and he was really mad. And then... um, Fenny and Lila and Garatha went and they got Fenrir to sing a lovely song and he got an inspiration dice and it was beautiful. And um, he is now the bard of the front and center stage. And um, and Henley uh, and her brother had a really nice talk and they cried a little bit and it was very beautiful. <laughs> So touching. And we talked about potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the potato talk. (laughs) (laughs) Very informative. (laughs) Is that anything like the birds and the bees? (laughs) Listen, we need to have the potato talk. Please please sit down. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Elsie. We will start off with, so it's been, we'll say, it's been the night. You guys are able to have a restful night. It is round, the final rounds of the tournament. So they'll have the semifinals and the finals today. Hanley wrote a letter to her mom. Okay. Good, good, good. Roscoe slept. Good, good, good. <laughs> Boudreau ate. Good, good, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Do it, Benny. And we're played. <laughs> good, good, good. And Lila got hygiene kits for Garatha. <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> um, I'll let you know how much that cost, by the way. Okay. Okay, so we'll go ahead and jump to the morning. You guys are all together eating some breakfast in the morning. I guess I should let everyone know. Ah, yes. What Any happened more. with Aleem? <laughs> I'll just do a quick recap. I'm assuming that I probably would have told them the previous night. Okay. But we healed Aleem, and we're going to sell the hollow to Dwal and make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody but Mendrick. Well, yeah, but you know, you win some, you lose some, and mm. I'm still que- I'm still questionable it's... about Mendrick, anyways. Roscoe's still a little questionable about Mendrick, anyways, because even though the, he does have his nemesis that just conveniently happens to have the same initials as him, his nemesis didn't know that we even existed, as far as I could tell, and that someone sent bounty hunters from the Hollow after us. Mm. So. Even if, you know, it was good intent, mm, Roscoe's not real comfortable with that. I like his wife. I don't like him. Reasonable. And don't worry, the two lovebirds, they're going with Eileen. 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 <laughs> Where's she going? Strange voice in my head. She's going to her hometown. Where, where's that? Dungal. Oh, okay. Mm, these potatoes be so good. Nice brown. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Um, Roscoe, you said you wanted to go to meet Dwal. Yeah, I just got to go touch bases with him. I'll let him know kind of what's happened, that we don't need his help getting anyone into the the party and a couple other little things. And my brother's already gone to see Yes. Gundrick. Yes. With I'm or pretty... without uh, Lisbeth? Without Lisbeth. Oh, okay. And he got the job? We don't know yet. It's still morning. I'm sure Henley made sure he got up. (laughs) Oh, I see. I see. Got him, got him moving. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's already picked out his clothes. You know. (laughs) Jk, Jk. Mom. (laughs) Sure he smelled okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure he had a bath. (laughs) Elizabeth probably washed his clothes for him the night before. (laughs) Did you put your pet dits? Oh yeah. Uh, Mushu. Look, I made you porridge. And it's happy happy to see (laughs) you. I love that show. (laughs) Okay, is anybody gonna go with Roscoe? Uh, I will. Not I, Henley has changed into her ranger uniform and is just sharpening up her equipment, so it looks really nice for when she, because she has to go early in the morning to meet with the guards too. Right. Today yes. is the day of the. There's one more day before the party. Okay. And the, the... party is going to be tomorrow night. Okay. Then I will not be. So this is the final day, kind of for preparations, final um, things. Lila would probably offer ask. Um, Henley, if she wanted one of her hand axes, if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. I think I'd prefer my short swords, but thank you. I I mean, yeah. I'm still bringing my longbow, too. (laughs) All right, sugar. If that's what you want. I I have a couple daggers, too. Oh, good. As long as you've got something. Who won the tournament? Well, who's in the finals? Does anybody know? I'm sure the voice in the great beyond will tell us. We all put our ears to the sky. The great beyond. Come on, Kudas. I don't know, but maybe after we take care of this thing with the Dwal over here, we can go and watch. We could. Uh, Groth, are you going with Roscoe? Well, won't. I'm going with, uh, yeah, I'm going with Roscoe, but it shouldn't take very long, I I assume. I plan on going to the tournament afterwards. Oh, well, I, can I go with you then? Sure. Boudreaux, you want to come? (laughs) <laughs> it spits out his food. <laughs> <laughs> no. Boudreaux and I will meet you at the tournament. That's what I meant to the tournament, not to... <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I'll see you there. <laughs> I'm sorry for making you spit out your food. <laughs> yeah, that's a crime in my world. <laughs> as he licks it off the table. <laughs> uh, 
So gross, Elizabeth and says. And Boudreaux, don't forget you do have to have a bath in the next day or so. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will pay for you to get a bath. Oh, really? How much? <laughs> Lila is going to slide one of the hygiene kits she got over to Lizbeth. Ah, thank you. You're welcome. So and Liz- just awkwardly stares at Boudreaux. <laughs> <laughs> so Lizbeth. What do you think about my brother? Uh, well, I do need to um, get the shop ready to uh, get going. And it sounds like you guys have a busy day, so uh, just... Uh, oh, come on. Well. All right, let's go. Uh, see you later, Lizbeth. <laughs> She's blushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to, like... Ross Henley kind of knows <laughs> because Elizabeth and her were pretty close. Right. You guys knew each other, and I'm... Sure, maybe later on that night, you and your brother talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that as well. I'm going to attempt to link arms with uh, Henley and go after Roscoe. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. Jesus <laughs> like, <laughs> I Come on. Turn back around just a little bit. I'm like, you owe me. <laughs> she does like the prayer thing. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, we'll go ahead and continue with Roscoe, Lila Garatha, and Henley. You guys make it to Dwal's place. Yeah, Henley has shined her ranger badge. Okay. So, I mean, she looks all pristine and formal. Okay. Um, Thrun answers the door. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, come in, come in, come in. Enters you in, and Dwal is sitting at his desk. Ah, what news do you bring me? Uh, I have actually good news for you. Ah. Um, so we... Aleem is no longer crazy. Really? Yep. I met someone who worked some voodoo that I didn't understand on her. and It's not voodoo. It's now in a rock, and she's okay. She's great. Okay. Better than she's felt in years. She has no interest in dealing with Mendrick. Mm. And I have put your name out there. And she would like to meet you at 11 o'clock this morning at the Civic Center to seal the deal. Perfect. And yeah, I just, am purchasing both the hollow and the mines? No, or you're just taking the mines, and she's going to send the hollow over to the hollow. And That's let them fine run with it. me. All I care about is the mines, and that Mendrick is not part of it. So, and you're welcome to be the sole supplier. That's details you can work out with her. Excellent. Just give me your word that you will treat them fairly and not rob them blind. They will be treated fairly. Or A you... lot better than Mendrick would have treated them, I assure you of that. If you decide to double-cross us, we, we have know. no qualms. And she kind of, like, lifts her eyebrows. I would not dare cross a ranger. And she just gives a little nod. And he nods back. Um, we also... Don't need any assistance getting into the party. Oh. So you're off the hook there. Okay. Um, I did have plans and arrangements for you guys, but if you don't need it, then that is fine. I don't need it, but could we change the plans and arrangements into some sort of financial restitution? What did you have in mind? Well, so here's the deal. We came out here to rescue the hollow and then we got stuck being middleman for four different things and ended up spending all of our money and I'm flat broke. 
So could we do work out some sort of I don't know getting you the hollow payment deal? Finders <laughs> <I can> fee. <laughs> finders fee broker deal. I just need some money. So I can survive. I gotta pay for some new weapons and everything else out there and hmm. you're getting exactly what you want and everyone is getting exactly what they want except for me and no money. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> persuasion. Twelve. Disgrace! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I believe we can work something out. How does 300 silver sound? Could we do four? Because it will be split between my party. It's not just for me. It's for for the five of us. So it'll be kind of a... Split up between all of us. How many are in your party? There is five of us. Mm -hmm. The simple answer is five of us. (laughs) There's five to six of us. I'll tell you what. I'll give you 375, then you could split it between 75 gold pieces per person. That'll work. I'll take it. Wait, gold or silver? Sorry, silver. Thank you for the correction. No, you said gold. You said gold. Silver. We heard it. (laughs) Sorry. 300, and thank you for the correction. 375 silver pieces. That'll work. Thank you. Yes, Thrun, take care of that for me. Thrun walks over to like a little, little safe thing, opens up the combination, pulls out the money, hands it to you. Great. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Will you uh, be at the party tomorrow night? I will. All right. We will see you then, and we'll be out of your hair in 11 o'clock. Civic Center, Aleem, be there. Yes, I'll have to move some things around, but I believe it is worth it. I hope so, for everybody's sake. Then I will bow and walk out. Okay, and you are gone. Uh, I want to say, well, thanks, sugar, and wink at him my way out. We get a Dual. Dual. And he just kind of gives you a weird look. Like, completely different than the other, how I acted before. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a little confused. You know, Kinks is, tilts his head a little bit like, I don't remember that. <laughs> Henley just walks out. Okay. So we'll jump over to Boudreaux and Fenrir. Are you doing anything particular? No. I, I mean, I think we just, at least for me, my plan was just to go over to the stadium. Yeah. Let's just check out the final day of the tournament. Same. Woodrow's just kind of following. Snags okay. a wing or two for free. You know. <laughs> the <Okay>. samples. <gasps> the samples. Yeah. People are sick of him. They know who he is now. <laughs> <laughs> they see you coming and they start hiding their goods. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Not the guy who steals all the samples. <laughs> not, not this guy again. <laughs> Roscoe, who do you think will win? I really hope that Portia wins. I mean, I hope so, too, but I don't know yet who's still in the running well I did hear Portia was still in the running great put five silver on her (laughs) I'll hold it I was holding all Boudreaux's bets (laughs) gotta find someone to bet against I bet you can bet against Boudreaux he'll bet with you by the time everybody gets together again you guys are able to find seats in there they're doing some um, some like pre-show, pre-tournament 
entertainment before the event starts. While that happens, I'm gonna lean over to uh, Roscoe and say, "Oh, Roscoe, by the way, I went clothes shopping yesterday with Fenny, which was super fun, by the way, super fun, because he hated it. <laughs> uh, and I got you a little something because you're you're traveling clothes. I don't know if they're gonna be quite up to par with this. So I hope it fits. If not, we can go to a tailor, but it's a little bit, you know, it's back it at Choir's Natural Mention. Dope. He thinks. You're welcome. Don't say your second ever thinks of you. <laughs> here they come, here they come. Okay, the, the trumpets blow, and the announcement is the first battle will be between Portia and Morgren. Followed by Talib and Nevada. Okay, so for the Portia and Morgren, um, I did hear that there wanted to be bets going on. Five silver. Five Henley silver is on not betting. Portia. Portia. Five silver on the other guy. Yeah, on I'm Morgren. not betting either. I'll just be the jockey. Wait, actually, I only do five copper. The bookie. You do the copper? Okay. There's a few people that throw their things in there. Oh, can I be the bookie and just like take a scheme off the top oh, yeah. of whoever went? Like like a finder's, like a holding fee? If you can clear it with everybody else, I guess, or sneak some off the top. No, I just want to let, I'm just saying, okay, I'll take your bets, but there's a holding fee. There's a few people that are like, okay, there's many that don't hand money over. Roscoe being one of them doesn't hand money over to you. He doesn't want to pay the fee. I gotta get my full reimbursement here, yo. <laughs> you really think I would take it from you? I would just give it back to you. <laughs> You're able to get. So the people hand money to uh, Lila Garatha. You get about, let's see, 26 copper. Cool, that's a lot more than that. And we'll go 10 silver. Gets handed to you. Okay. So the battle between Portia and Morgrain. Morgrain comes out swinging he's he's the dwarf and he comes out swinging portia doing the same thing she did throughout the tournament as people are mentioning she just bides her time just dodging countering and able is able to outwit morgreen for the win roscoe you're able to win 15 silver with the people that you betted with and garatha you skim off five copper and i lost my money <laughs> And you lost your money, Boudreaux. Uh, I'm going to hand the five copper to Boudreaux. Sweet! Made my money back. He's like, yeah, I won. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't know. <laughs> like, he would know what he lost, but he'd be like, oh. <laughs> Henley's just intently watching, almost studying the battle. Perfect. Okay, next is Talib and Navara. Who are they? Remind me. Talib is the one who won second place overall. Okay, she was the... Talib is the knight. Okay. And the darker, caramely skin. Correct, darker complexion. And then Navara was the... Dancing lights bard. Dancing lights person who was sponsored by Maven Ricks. I won't put five silver on her. Maven Ricks, lady. I do five copper on her copying him. Okay. <laughs> You holding bets again there, Garatha? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put two silver on Talib. Three? Two. Two, okay. Even though I want Navarro to win. <laughs> okay, so you did three. I did five. Five. Five silver. Five silver. He did. She did. Copied him. 
five copper. With five copper. You get it, because you know what copper. <laughs> <laughs> and Fenner did two on Talib. Two silver. Garatha, you are handed... This one seems to be a little more money coming towards you. Mm -hmm. So you get 32 sil uh, copper pieces mm -hmm. and 16 silver pieces okay. handed to you. This one, you've heard kind of commotions that Navara seems to be the fan favorite. She's able to kind of trick her way into winning using her dancing lights to distract the person they're fighting. Henley is really curious about that because she can cast dancing lights too. What do her dancing lights look like? Because they could look different than Henley's. They're just orbs of kind of yellow light, mm. white, okay. yellow light. So similar to Henley's. Correct. Tlaib does has watched her and he doesn't fall for those tricks. So he's able to counter them. And it's actually a pretty quick win because she does her dancing light things and he just maneuvers around him and gets the win pretty quick. Roscoe and Boudreaux, nothing. Fenrir, you receive eight silver pieces. And Garatha, you're able to skim off eight copper pieces. It is announced that in a couple hours, the final round will commit, will take place. Portia versus Talib, and the fight for third place between Morgrain and Navara will also take place. In a couple hours. I'm going to go buy a piece of chicken. Okay, that comes with and tells you which one to get <laughs> from which one vendor. Okay, that costs you two silver. Henley wants to go look for her brother to see if he got that job. Where do you head first? Probably Gundrick. Okay, you're able to go to the fire Giant Forge? Well, first, she's like, oh. I'm going to go to the Fire Giant Forge to see if my brother's there. Anyone want to go? I do. So I'm going to go with. Okay. So I can get my stuff because I'm assuming it should be done. It could life. possibly be done. Because yeah. Henley's yeah. not running off on her own. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> We're learning. Fender's going to go with too because he has the silver daggers. Okay. Well, I, I have the um, stuff that I've wanted to sell. So. But I will be eating my chicken along the way. Okay. <laughs> Boudreaux sits awkwardly, noticing all his friends leaving, and then decides to Boudreaux, go. No, come you're coming on. with because we grabbed the chicken on our way out the door. Oh. You're already with me. No, but he Sorry. sat down. I realize now that I went with it's Roscoe. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You could have been like on your way back to the seat, sit down. Yeah. Where, where is everybody? And then Lila's come like, come on, Boudreaux. Yeah. Like, oh. like we all went right and you went left. <laughs> Pretty normal. I was like, that sounds like an average day. <laughs> okay. You're able to go to the fire forge. Marilor is actually sitting at the front desk. Roscoe, you're back. I, I am almost finished with everything, but I do have those uh, daggers ready. Your glaive is almost ready. I'll have it done tonight, I and, promise. And the arrows? Ah, yes. The arrows are almost done. I have about 20 more to do. You did them. Well, I have had some help. Working with silver is a bit difficult because it's not trying to make the silver battle ready. Mm. Harden it so it works. Yeah, there's been... Like, Gundrick's an amazing uh, smith, and some of the other 
smiths here have been trying to come up with a way to to make it hard and make it not because silver just using silver itself is kind of a softer metal and so it chips and everything quickly yeah, it, it, it would be a little bit hard because it, it doesn't harden like normal blades do and then it just it rolls it i can understand that yeah it's and so they've been trying to mix the metals together and stuff so i mean this is going to be a trial run for us so hopefully it works out for you so we are kind of giving you a little bit of a deal but we want kind of like a report back too that would be really nice to mm. see how well they work you got it but anyways uh if you're gonna pay up and then or you can pay when you actually pick up everything. Uh, we're here. We might as well pay. Well, we paid for the arrows already, right? I have all the silver still. I haven't paid for it yet. Okay. It's all sitting here in this. Right. And if I if I remember correctly, Roscoe, we were working on your collapsible glaive. Uh-huh. There was going to be um, your silver arrows, which 200 copper, I believe, was mentioned how much it was. So that gives you about 80 silver pieces because there were about five silver for 20 for what we had to do and then the silver daggers there was two of them right yes and they were going to be about eight a piece so about 16 silver and then 37 for your glaive i don't know if i mentioned that was that does that include the materials like the price reduction from the other glaive because you were going to use some of the materials from that other glaive Right. So let's just knock off... Let's just make it a 30 even. You got it. I forgot about that. So yeah, so 30 for the glaive, the 200 copper pieces for for the arrows, and then 16 for the daggers. So I'm going to look around and be like, I've got 11 silver. Uh, I got... I, oh. Four! I got four. I've got money for all of us. So I'll pay for all of this, and then we'll disperse in a minute. Oh. I forgot to tell you guys. Oh. I charge oh. Dwall a finder's fee for for everything. Oh, Roscoe, you're nice, man. man. Smart. So it was smart. 200 copper, right? Which would be 20 silver. Right. Well, I've got 200 copper that she gave me is 200 copper. So I'm giving you 200 copper. Okay. And then all together, how much for this silver? It'd be 36 for 36. the glaive and the daggers. Okay. So I'm going to. Sorry, 46. 46. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to round it up to an even 50. Okay. And, and you know, tell Marilor, here's an extra four silver for you for kind of rushing through this and and helping us out with this. So kind of as a tip. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Like I said, the glaive will be done tonight, I promise you. Um, I'd be working on it right now, but I'm kind of on babysitting desk the desk right now. Also, also, is there a young man named Rowan? Yes, that's actually who Gundrick's with right now. He's been kind of running him through the ringer right now. <laughs> How's he doing? That's my brother. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's been doing really well. You can tell he's nervous, but that's... I mean, Guntrick's kind of a rough rough teacher. He means well, but he likes his stuff done perfectly. Mm. You know, Boudreaux, mm. if you get in a tight spot, you can always use these silver coins in a slingshot. But yeah, I was thinking about doing something like that. That's why I didn't want to get rid of it, because, like, what if I needed to make my own weapon? Okay, Garatha, you would recognize the name Gundrick. Gundrick, you would know him. He's a cousin of your dad's. Oh, 
Family? Him's relative. Have I met him before? You have met him before. He used to be down in Hill Tudor. Okay. That he's always been associated with the Vanguard. Okay. With uh, Marcus is the one who ran it, and you would know that there was some ambitions with Marcus's daughter, Mara, who wanted to expand the Vanguard thing. Okay. And that she was able to convince him, Marcus, the dad, he's kind of the founder. Mm-hmm. Or not the founder, but he runs the Vanguard. Okay. Mara was able to convince Gundrick, who was the main blacksmith for the Vanguard, to go up north with her. And he is very well known for his blacksmithing. Okay. Would Gundrick be somebody that uh, Hanar would have visited in town? Or not really? A close family. Okay. Mm-hmm. So is he somebody that Hanar would have mentioned Garatha's situation to? No. No, not? No. Okay. Mm-mm. At the na- at the mention of the name, oh sugar, will you pass on a message to him for me? Um, tell him that Garatha says hi. Oh yeah, sure. I'm, I'm guessing he knows Garatha. Oh, very well. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll make sure I pass that on. Thank you, sugar. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else I can do for you today? Yes, actually. So I've got this armor here that well it doesn't much fit me. It's a little bit. A little bit tall, you know, I'm a little bit short. It was made for somebody more uh, human stature. If you want to take it off my hands, I'd really appreciate that. So she picks it up, the scale mail that you hand her, and she moves it around and says, it's like, yeah, I could probably give you, I don't know, 20 silver pieces for this. Done. I don't want it anymore. Okay, here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. You can always use extra metal around here. I figure this is probably a good place to sell it to. It is. We got a lot of new hires that come in and they need a starting armor. And your arrows, I could give you your arrows now, but I still got 20 more to go. So I could give you 60 of them now or you can wait until they'll be done probably around the same uh, glaives. I'll wait for them all. Okay. Sounds good. Don't really need them here. I have regular arrows. Okay, I'm sure that Gundrix may be done with your brother soon. I don't know. <laughs> I think he's running him through quite a bit of trials and everything, making sure he's up to his par. What kind of trials? Well, he wants to make sure that the wood is smooth. He wants to see how quick he can do things and how the quality of those quick things can happen because sometimes we get really busy and plus being kind of shorthanded on you know people that work with wood a lot of the people here do metal not not a lot of wood mm-hmm. and so he just making sure that he knows his stuff but from My what i've dad been able to see trained him pretty well <laughs> from what i was able to see like he's done pretty good work so i i think, I think the think only he thing he may be missing is quickness mm. but that comes with time right and time and experience like he is he is young i mean he's not much younger than me how old is he 14 ah yeah he's pretty young more like seven years younger than me <laughs> but i mean it comes with time for sure i'll probably come back just tomorrow morning we're gonna try and catch the rest of the tournament tonight and so it'll be done for sure tomorrow morning you're the best. I try. And thank you for the business. That's 
Really I, helpful as well. I hope this new metal mixture works well for all of us. I hope so too. Like, never thought about making silver weapons that actually function as a weapon. So it'll be interesting. You'll have to let us know. It'd be interesting if you could just do a silver edge. The silver edge was the thought, but it would wear out. We mm-hmm. had tried it, and it does wear out. The metal edge does, but with this new way that we've kind of melted down, hopefully it functions the way you guys want it to, because it melted it down, mixing silver into it, so the silver is actually ingrained into the blade. And so hopefully it won't dull yeah, as yeah. well. Thank you for doing it in layman's terms. Yes. <laughs> but we won't bother you anymore. I'm sure you have other work to do. Yeah, we're pretty busy. Yeah. Do you sharpen it just the same? Sharpen it just the same. Hopefully, it, like I said, this is a new right. way of doing things. Hopefully it works out. If it doesn't, come back and we'll, we'll definitely fix it for you. Okay. Is there like, like a piece of wood in there that I could borrow Fenrir's knife just to throw it and see kind of balance and stuff? Because I throw daggers regularly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look at Marlon and say, do you have like a testing area? I can just throw this real quick and kind of see balance and how it feels and stuff. Um, yeah, if you go out the door into the, here, I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, just real quick, we'll step outside. So she takes you out and takes you to like the side of the building, past this little fence, and they have a, kind of a big log out there that they, you can tell you it's, can been tell used for, it's been used for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Fenner, can I borrow one of those real quick? Yeah. Cool. You want me to roll for it? Go ahead and roll for it. Sweet. As he's doing that, I'm going to take the other dagger and go give it to Boudreaux and be like, Boudreaux, here's your silver dagger, man. <gasps> Dude, thank you so much, Nico. It's a 17. Okay. This dagger seems like it's pretty well balanced. And you nail that log Fly. pretty close to the center of it. Cool. We'll pull it out and kind of look at the sides and everything. and looks okay. And I'll head mm-hmm. back to Fenner and be like... Think you got yourself a good blade here, sir. Awesome. Yep, we did try it out a few times, and it seemed to hold up for the nice most part. Nice throw, Roscoe. Hey, thanks. <laughs> Sometimes I do things. We'll let you get back to work, and we'll come visit you tomorrow morning before we rock and roll. Perfect. Okay, I'll see you later. And she hurries back inside before she's noticed that she's gone. Was that your friend? That's my friend. That's your friend? Oh, I have so friends. Glad. We're all your friends. I know. And a question what? for the DM. Is that dagger the same as just like a normal dagger? Yes. As far as damage and... It's just considered a silvered weapon. Type and everything. Correct. It's just considered a silvered weapon, which would get, give it somewhat of a... I think it's a, a magical sense to it. Okay. Moving on. Are you guys heading back to the tournament? Moving right along. Yes. Well, hey. Yeah, we are. A traveling pack. Is there any more bets that would like to be placed? Mm. We're doing the third round, like the third place. So this the, is the, the this championship? Is, this is the f- fight for third. Right. So Morgrain and Navara are fighting for third place. That'll be the first. Correct. Five silver on her. Okay. I'm going to put three silver on her. Three copper on her. Copying <laughs> Fenrir <laughs> this time. <laughs> so everybody on Navara... Is so anybody handed to me? So, Garatha, you get handed 25 copper pieces and 12 silver, silver pieces. Okay. You see Morgren. You can tell he's not 
this is his last chance right, mm. to get a little desperate to get in there. So he's acting a little aggressive, but Navarro is able to pull out some tricks again. Does them differently this time than she's been able to do, and is able to win this one. It was kind of a, a heavy battle. There's a few times where uh, Morgan was able to get a few good hits on her, but she was able to bounce back with some trickery and wins. Ooh, Navarra! So Roscoe, Ooh. you win 20 silver. Yeah, buddy. Fenrir, you win 9 silver. Udro, you win 9 copper. Woohoo! And you're able to skim off 3 copper. Yes. Okay, now it's for the main event. Portia versus Talib, which a lot of people were thinking it was going to end up being these two because respectively Portia won first place overall in the other tournaments, other competitions, and Talib was number two. Is there any bets before this one? So Roscoe is like super excited. He's, you know, that's kind of the first real down day that we've had mm. since we got to town. He's been enjoying the food. He's been gambling a little bit. <laughs> and he's like, this is a halfling in the championship. So he's going to put 15 silver on. Ooh. What's her bucket? Um, in the break, while they're like switching stuff up, I probably went and got him like, uh, I've got the group some mead. Okay. Just having a good Just time. Some, you know, yeah. The mead would be, let's say about five silver, or sorry, five copper each. Okay. Okay, any other bets? Uh, Fenrir, kind of in that same mood, but Talib is a knight. And so he's going to put 10 silver on Talib. Ooh. You look over at Fender and be like, hey, you're going to lose. Only in your dreams. <laughs> Boudreau, yeah, looks at Roscoe like, uh, and looks at Fender and is like, yeah, we're going to do that because he won last time. And then he puts, um, so he puts mm, his winnings, nine copper in. So this one, Talib versus Portia. Dun, dun, dun. The crowd seems to be rooting for Portia. She seems the fan favorite, but there's a lot of rooting for Talib as well. The battle is a great battle, but you start seeing that age is catching up to Portia. She's starting to slow down. It's been a long couple days, and Talib is able to win it. Pretty much just endurance is what Rip. it came down to. Rip. <laughs> but it ends in a more honorable tradition instead of, you know, just knocking your opponent out. Portia gets to a point where she's just tired and exhausted, and you see Talib kind of um, do, like, kind of a final strike thing, but then pulls his weapon back and kind of honor, and she just... Accepts defeat. She accepts defeat. That's when she takes out and stabs him. Henley goes, oh, darn it. I would have loved to see her fight in her prime. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I fist bump Fenrir. (laughs) Okay, Boudreaux, you're able to get 45 (laughs) copper pieces, Boudreaux. (laughs) And Fenrir, you're able to get, you're able to get 60 silver. You just won back all that you gave to him. (laughs) All the Roscoe. Yep. Okay. Everybody loved it. It was it was a good battle. Yes. What how much did I get? Oh yeah, you. 
Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> yes, you would. You're able to get 12 copper yes. out of it. Uh, I'm going to hand Skimming Roscoe off. back 15 silver from my pouch. Okay. Yeah, it was it was fun. Everybody really enjoyed it. The crowd was just eating this one up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That was amazing. Did you say that? <laughs> Event is over, and the party will start next tomorrow night. So the rest of the afternoon is your guys's. What would you like to do? What time are we at? Probably about 3 o'clock. Okay. We're going to go enjoy the merriment. I think... There's still some planning that you got to... Arthanel still needs to be informed about what needs to happen. I need to do that. But I also want to... And, I mean, these guys can go if they want. But I just want to go check on Aleem and make sure she's okay. And that she's actually recovered. Just a quick stop in. Hey, how you doing? Okay. See how things went with Maul and roll out. Okay. Finru would go with Roscoe. Okay. Lila's going to go wherever Boudreaux goes. Well, I was thinking of going to the shanties. Okay. Seeing if I can get myself a, a belt of seasonings. <laughs> you want to go to the shanties for that? Isn't that where you said it was? Commerce. Sorry, the commerce. Yeah, we need to go to the commerce district. Boudreaux also take a bath too, right? Oh, she no, can do the, that tomorrow. Though. I'm tomorrow do that. morning, like Ooh. way early morning, and I'm gonna. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Henley? I'm debating on going with the group or going to find out if her brother made it. Mm. You see your brother later. That's true. Unless he's working late. It's close to here, so you could just pop in and see. I and I have to, to go back to the shanties too, so I think I'm gonna go visit Aleem and then head down to the shanties for a minute. I want to go see if my brother made it, but I'll meet you guys in the Commerce District. Okay. Sounds great. Okay. We'll jump to the Aleem. So who's going to see Aleem with Roscoe? I think Fenrir was, right? Yeah. We're going shopping. <laughs> You're going to head right to the, the Commerce District. You're going to head right to the Commerce District. And Henley's going to go check on her brother. Really quick. Like, really, really fast. Yeah, he's still busy. Did you want to go... Did you want us to wait for you then? Because we can wait. The two of us can wait for you. Okay, then, yeah. I'm just going to go run and see if my brother made it. I'll meet you back here really fast. And she just books it. Okay. So, Boudreaux, we'll just wait, like, probably, what, 10 minutes? And then meet back up with her. Okay. You're able to get to the fire, the fire giant forge. He's still there. Still working hard. Okay. No, no word yet. No word? Okay. And then I just... Run back to Lila and Boudreaux. Okay. We'll jump over to Roscoe and Fenrir. You guys head to Aleem's house. The gate is unlocked. It's not locked like usual. <coughs> so you're able to walk in walk if that's in what you want. Just knock on the door. Yep. Um, the door opens, and you see that it's Noland who answers the door. Yeah. Yeah, really awkward. like... <laughs> Uh, can I help you? Yeah, we just wanted to stop in and check on Aline and make sure she was doing okay. Yes, she's uh, doing fine. Did you want to talk to her? Yeah, just real quick. We'll be out of your hair. Yeah, he opens the door and he's like, Auntie, those friends of yours are here. <laughs> <laughs> he has every right to treat us that way. <laughs> 
Uh, Aline comes out. Oh, yes. Hi. I didn't expect to see you again. I just wanted to stop in and make sure you were feeling okay. See if there were any side effects from yesterday or... No, I I feel fantastic. (laughs) Good. And looking around kind of awkwardly and we're like, can everything go okay this morning? Yes, it is went fine. He was gone before I awoke. Good. And your meeting go okay? Yes, we have come to the deal of him paying 50 platinum for the mines. Good. And so that will, that pretty much ties up my hand, frees up my hands here. And so now I can leave. Oh, yeah. Is there anything? I mean, we're, we're going to probably be heading back to the hollow shortly. Um, is there anything? Uh, yes. The documents are still being signed. Okay. Getting finalized and everything. If you go visit that uh, Robert fellow. Robert. Ah. He's finalizing all that. He'll have a deed that you can okay. take to Colin. It'll be in his name. Okay. Excellent. And I think that's it. Fenny, you got anything? So Fenrir is like really curious now because he's, he's, he's curious about the magic. And mm. so he starts, um, he starts asking Aleem about like, so you don't feel any ill effects? Like what, what all occurred? Like, was it magic? Like who, who was the guy that did it? Like what, what all transpired? Oh, the guy that did it's next on the list for us to go visit. Oh, okay. And he'll gonna be <laughs> done. Cause he's just like, okay, we'll go talk to him. Okay, I just, both my minds were put together, and now I'm just one person again. Oh, that's awesome. And and what are the lovebirds? What's going to happen to them? You see Nolan was kind of in the in the corner, and Aleem looks t- towards him. That is still in discussion with him, but I hope that he agrees to get out of this environment to a more peaceful environment where him and Grendel can make their own choices. Yeah, I, I do wish them luck. They seem like a very lovely couple. Yes, they they are a very love lovely couple. Still got your locket? Yes, I do. And she pulls it out and it's around her neck. Good. Alright, well I think that's it then. We'll uh, be on our way and I wish you guys the best of luck and I'll walk over to Nolan, and I know he hates me, but like, I'm sorry for what happened, but I wish you guys, you and Grendel, the best of luck, and hope everything works out for you. And he nods, and he's like, though things didn't turn out the way that they, that we thought it would, this is probably for the best. Sucks that it happened this way, but, you know, I didn't realize what my dad was doing that's all right but take care of your aunt here and wish you guys the best of luck and i'll walk out the door thank you well we're going to pass through the commerce district on our way out to the shanties if we run into anyone that wants to join us so be it if not so be it well yeah, henley doesn't are... really have any shopping to do so she was just going along for the company you're going to the shanties yeah we got to go talk to Arthanel. I kind of want to meet him and thank him for what he did for Aleem. You're welcome to join us. Yeah. You two going to stay here? Or you want to come down with us as well? 
Oh, I got to do get some stuff before I go and be cook. All right. So we'll be back here in like, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes. Okay. Okay. So it's Fenrir, Roscoe, and Henley going to the shanties. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys are able to make it all the way to his tent. Yolinks is standing outside. Oh, I forgot. (laughs) 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 Literally, we're giving everybody ample opportunities. No, I just forgot that Yolinks was going to be there. That is the main reason why I was like, I am going. I I forgot that Yolinks was going to be there. (laughs) Okay. Um, As you guys approach, Henley, you get a voice in your head. That says, "Et phone home. Go, go away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go away, Henley. It is good to see you, but we do not know each other. Uh, uh, uh. I will explain later. You wow, guys can... Why are you here? <laughs> I will explain later. And so you guys approach, and Yolinks." Opens the, the tent. Henley gives him like a a look like I understand, but like, like a shock and side eye and a little bit of mistrust, just a hint, right? And like not sure like how to explain her emotions right now. Just like we don't know each other, so she's trying to like not give him eye contact, but she can't help herself. Mm-hmm. And then walks in the tent. Okay. Can I roll to see if I catch any of that? I'll give you a roll for perception check. Fenrir. Oh, can Fenrir also roll? Fenrir can roll too. You've never seen a creature like him before. You've never seen a tabaxi before. Okay. So with that. It's a whole lot of nothing. Okay. Can I just assume that that's what I think she's looking at? Like that that's like. Because I've never seen it, and so I kind of maybe see her do that, and I guess that's what I'm looking for if I see that mm-hmm. perception. It, and because I'm, yeah, let me roll, and then I, I rolled a twelve. You kind of get the suspect maybe she hasn't seen it, seen him before, but at the same time you're like, maybe there's something more, but you just can't quite tell. Okay. So, I'm gonna assume that's what it is because mm-hmm. I'm myself from like kind of eyeing him too because I've never seen one either. Right. Okay, good. So you guys enter. Arthanel is is in there. Hey. Hello. Um, what news do you have for me? Tomorrow, you need to meet a man named Brighton. Tonight at the Hammer Tavern Inn. He's going to go over all the details and give you whatever paperwork you need for tomorrow. You'll be a waiter at the event. We'll all be there, and we'll... Let you go from there, and we'll go from there, I guess, when we get in. Perfect. Would it be too much of a hassle to bring your links with me? To where? Into the party as well. Yes, because we didn't account for him. Okay, that is fine. You can ask Brighton today, tonight when you meet him. He might have one more open spot. I don't think that I'll see him before then. But he wasn't in our initial counts, and so I didn't... It took me some persuading him. Originally, he was not, of course. But if he cannot make it, that is that is fine. 
Okay. Yeah, I would just talk to Brighton tonight and see what he can do for you. Perfect. Because I turned away my other option this morning because we didn't need it. That is fine. As I said, I would like him with me, but if not, that's okay. Okay. And then I guess we will just see you tomorrow at the party. Correct. And I appreciate all your help. Yeah, just don't don't make me regret this. You will not. Fenra roll a perception check on that just to see. He wants to know if Arthanel is telling the truth or not. Okay. Or if he has something cunning planned with the Duke. Henley does want to roll an insight check as well. Okay, roll an insight check. 13 for Henley. Woohoo! 23. Nice. So, Henley, just because of your relationship with your links and his kind of um, background, mm-hmm. you are a little confused and hesitant on trusting. You don't and feel a like he's suspicious. And suspicious, but you don't feel like he has, he's a threat. Mm. But you are concerned about about the situation. Right. Yo Link's being there, this guy who healed Aleem, but and wants to see the Duke. Has incredible reason. power. Yeah. Fenrir, you feel you get kind of the sense of there's something more going on, but you don't feel it as like a a threat of any kind. There may be some something going on, but you just can't decide how good or if it is bad, but you don't think of it as like a threat. Like you don't think that this guy's going to go in there and kill the Duke. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So with that, Fenrir's going to start asking questions about the magic. Okay. Go ahead. Arthanel, like how did you heal Aleem? Like what kind of magic was that? I'm curious too. Like that's amazing. Like when, when we first seen her, she was like, Oh, like, it was like night and day. One day she was like sane and nice, and the next she was like running around. And she she looked at peace when we seen her earlier today. Like what what happened? Yes, as your friend Roscoe had seen, I possess an item. This item has been granted to me throughout my adventures. I found it deep into in the Boar Mountains to the east. It holds great power of healing that is able to cure all manner of ailments I have found. Man, that's amazing. Can I look at it? It is not an item that I like to show around. It is protected as of right now. Makes sense. I'd want to protect that too. That's really cool. Do you have like a name for it? It must be incredibly invaluable. It is. And I have been blessed to have it. How did you come to know of its location? I happened upon it. A happy accident of many of your kind would say. Quite lucky. Very much so. Is, is there a way we can get in contact with you so you can use this if we run into anybody else that like Aline that we could... Or do you mind me sharing stories about it? Like has it healed other folks? I would rather those stories not be told. Okay. I am a very private man, and I do not want everyone to come to me to be healed of every ailment. That is not what this item was given. 
That's fair. I, I will keep this story between me and my paper. Just leave my name out of it. What is your name? Orthanel. Oh, <laughs> he's like, what is your name? It looks at him like kind of slyly and like, <laughs> what is your name? And like winks at him and then. I see. Humorous. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual humorous smile from DM Dave. <laughs> Fenrir will just say, well, thank you again. That was very nice of you to, to do that for, for Miss Aline. And then he'll... I agree. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Anything to help everyone rise together. So you guys head out. To the Commerce District. Henley gives um, Yolinks a little bit of a side eye, like back glance, but then walks, just continues walking as she does. Okay. You get a message in your head that says, meet me back here in, in, in two hours and we will speak. Okay. Thank you. And I think that's where we're going to end it. Everybody coming back at the in the Commerce District to do some shopping. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, big shout out to DA Nichols, of course, writing this music. Shout out to our sponsor, Nerd Alert Treasures. Check out their store and use Tomies for a 15% discount on all her merchandise. Also be a lookout on merchandise of Tomes of the Chaos Bard soon to come. Um, check out our social medias, Tomes of the Chaos Bard. Email us at chaosbardpod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to send us some five-star reviews with a review in there, and Solemn will give you a shout-out. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am DM Dave, and to the right we have... Fenrir, Roscoe, Lila Grotha, Boudreaux, and Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye!